You're listening to Spice Radio with Mankiran Ajala, and we are speaking to Dr. Marina Milner-Bulletin, a professor in the Faculty of Education at UBC. We're talking about how parents can assist their kids in their education this school year. Marina, thank you so much for joining us. I'm very excited to be here. Hello. So this is now yet another school year. Of course, we've still got COVID going on. And in your view, just how much has changed in the school curriculum? I think... It's an interesting question. It's not only what has changed in the school curriculum, but it's also how much we have changed. And I think that's the big issue, how to make sure that those changes are going to the, for the best for the children. And it's not the curriculum is not only the content, it's also how we make it happen, how we deliver it. And I think that's the biggest change now. And Marina, we've been talking to you many times about this topic of, you know, online curriculums being incorporated in schools. And do you find this is something that is being used in more classrooms? We will see this year, but I think a lot of us became more open to that. However, I have to say that it depends on the age of the students. Because whenever you talk about very young students, for example, if we talk about primary if we talk about primary school, then it's absolutely clear that um, it's very different from talking to secondary school students. Mm-hmm. So, for example, for primary school students, you do not want them to be for a long time in front of the computer. You also have to have somebody to supervise them. And if you talk about secondary students, they're much more independent. So I think it depends on the age. Mm-hmm. And, and also it depends on how much the teachers learn to use productively online learning environments. Mm-hmm. And I know something that we talked about, too, was teachers and online curriculums. And a while back when we did speak on this, you did say, you know, for a lot of teachers, it's very overwhelming, you know, having to take on an online curriculum because it takes up a lot of time and work and space to do that. Absolutely. And so is that something that we're definitely seeing more energy and more resources put into is, you know, teaching teachers how to use those online curriculums? Absolutely. Great question. Yes, and I have to say as a teacher educator and at the University of British Columbia, we have a lot of teachers working with teachers, people like me. We have put a lot of effort into building teachers' confidence in how they use online resources, what they can do with teaching online. And that's, I think, is another thing we have learned during the pandemic. Just putting a lot of resources online without helping the parents and the students learn how to learn online is not online education. Online education where everything you do online is well thought of and has a specific purpose. What we have ex- had experienced during the pandemic was remote teaching. When you are in a panic mode, just put it online and hope that things will happen. I hope this is going to be a much better year, not only because we are going to be face-to-face, I hope, most of the time, but also because we have learned to use online resources much more thoughtfully and much more purposefully. Mm-hmm. And that's actually part of my research, how to use technology to promote learning with a purpose, deliberate technology use. And I just may just add one more point to the parents if they're listening. I hope that the students who have gone through a couple of years of masks and other things, the students we will support them to be more excited and less stressed about learning. Because the biggest thing that I have experienced as an educator, and I've seen around me, that learning that is supposed to be something very excited 
exciting for the students became a lot of kids became very nervous and upset about it because of the the all around all the situation that was happening around us i hope we as adults and as parents and teachers will be able to bring this excitement about learning and being become more resilient and freer in terms of going to school, interacting with other kids, because learning has a big social component. It's not only the curriculum and the books. And I hope this social component will play a positive role in student learning this year. And how can parents assist their children in this school year? I mean, do you have any recommendations for particular tools that parents can use to be of assistance? Yes, I do. I think, first of all, as I always told you, I keep working on my website, and I recommend parents to look there because I have a collection of free online resources there for the students. But most excitedly, and most importantly, excuse me, please, be, to be excited about learning the, by the parents. The kids are very perceptive. They feel how we feel. So I think if you can share with the kids how you learned, if you can get engaged in questions, even if you have teenagers and they will answer you nothing, I remember my kids would always answer. I would ask, "How? what was at school? And they'll say nothing. Still keep asking. Because I think, especially for the kids, it's important to see that you are positively involved. And not about the grades, but about what have you learned, what is interesting. Maybe share what you read or read with your students. And I think... We are the biggest role models our kids have as parents, as teachers, and the kids see how we behave. If we love to read, if we are interested, if we ask questions, they will do it as well. I think learning is a very exciting thing, and it's important for us to model our attitude towards learning and not just the grades. And Marina, as an educator yourself, what are your thoughts on math coaching classes? And there are quite a few that are around in the city. And there's everything from Kumon to Abacus and many more which keep, you know, springing up. So what are your thoughts on that? Okay. And I am sharing my attitude, not only as a teacher, but also as a parent. And I do not want to impose it on others, but I do not see that forcing kids to do Kumon or other activities if they don't want that is helpful because what happens when you do that they just hate it and do it just to please the parents I would try to look for activities that engage kids in mathematics and science or any other thing in an interesting way the kids have to relate to the teachers if it is just memorization it's not mathematics it will help kids maybe to pass school sub math as a school subject but it will not build their love for mathematics or their interest in mathematics and science. I have always been a proponent of finding teachers for my teach for my own students, my own um, I'm sorry children that could inspire them. So as a parent, I would recommend you to look for different places and see what the kids do, and see that the te- that the teacher who is there. In, a, in an after-school program, it's not just memorization and worksheets. The kids don't need more of that. Mathematics is far more than just memorizing things. Mathematics is something that helps you problem-solve, that helps the kids see how it's used, that it's just puzzles. So I always was have been a proponent of exciting, exciting activities 
and finding groups of kids that do things with interest rather than just forced being there by the parents. Mm-hmm. But that's my personal attitude. And I like that you mentioned attitude is everything, because I find especially for subjects like math and science, for a lot of parents, when they get back into it, it's been a long time. It's been many years since they've approached those subjects. So what are some tips you have for parents so they're not overwhelmed and they're able to assist their child in a very positive and healthy way? You know what? This summer, because we couldn't travel far, we traveled all around British Columbia. And I visited, we visited a lot of farms. And you would be surprised how much mathematics is used in those places because they have to know a lot about agriculture, they have to know a lot about precipitation, they measure a lot of things. I think it's a misconception that people who formally did not open a mathematics textbook for a while do not use mathematics. They do mortgage calculations, they do their budgets, they do mathematics all over. They do problem solving all over because anybody who has a small business or who has to manage a household does a lot of mathematics to do it properly. So I think a lot of parents do not give themselves enough credit of how much they know and how much they use mathematics. And uh, again, this is coming straight from a parent, and I'm a parent of three teenagers, but let's get with elementary school. After children come back from school, how much time should they give to you know, just kind of catching up with studies or do they have any homework? And then, of course, high school. What are your recommendations on how much time should they give to their books after coming home? Unfortunately, I cannot give you a specific recommendation because it depends on the child. But I think it, it it's personal. Even with my children who are brothers, they use different amount of time and need a different amount of time for homework. And it depends on the day. But I think it's really important, not only the time that the kids use for homework, but also how the parents are involved. Because as uh, the parents should be involved in terms of asking the kids, what are you learning? And even if the parent does not know something, it's important to model to the kid, what do you do when you don't know? I think that's the key. I personally believed in my, in my family that it's important to have a routine that the kids know it's it's also responsibility that you have to do your homework. In addition to that, it is something that it builds you it builds you the rules for life. That yes, when I am assigned homework, I have to do it. I will come to class tomorrow and I will show I have done it. But how much it will take, I do not know. But I do know that reading is very important. And reading is absolutely not the same as watching TV. A lot of parents think that TV or YouTube or whatever the kids like can be instead. Reading is very important. If I were to, to, to if I were to be able to do something and give one advice to the parent, please allocate time for reading. Maybe you read your book. Or maybe you're reading together. Every child has some passion. It can be about cars. It can be about space. It can be about whatever they want science fiction or other things, but please buy books for the children that they can read and tell you about the book. It's the vocabulary. It's the ability to focus. Reading is very important. Marina, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? I just want to wish all of us, especially the parents, please enjoy this year with your children. Please get involved and 
support your kids in learning. It's so exciting we can send our kids to school, and I hope this year will open many amazing opportunities for your families, your children, and all of you. I wish you a happy and healthy academic year. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye now.